0: She's also a Shorty Awards nominee for Periscoper of the Year and will be speaking, I think, twice at Summit Live. And just has a lot going on, has been doing her media tour throughout the day. And um, <laughs> so basically, Leslie, let's start off with the, what is it like to be a superstar who's booked on every show? <laughs>
1: It's been quite the day, and it's been like totally exciting and so much fun. And and so I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be anywhere, as Keith Richards says. So uh, <laughs> now I'm quoting the Rolling Stones. Oh my goodness, it's been a long day, um, but no, it's great. It's great, and I'm I'm really excited, honestly, that so many people want to share my message. And I, that's it. Just it's very humbling. So.
0: That's cool. So how did you find out that you were a nominee for the Shorty Awards? (laughs)
1: Um, Well, I got this email that said, um, congratulations, you've been nominated. And that's all I could see. And I almost deleted it. (laughs) I
0: (laughs) I bet you're glad you didn't do that.
1: So I almost deleted it because I don't know if you, Ross, you've ever gotten one of these emails that says, congratulations, you've been nominated. And you open it and it says, and if you give us like $10,000, we will give you this prize, you know, and you can have a prize and you can say you won something. And we used to get this in our business all the time, um, our retail business. And so, you know, like clock shop of the year or whatever. And I almost deleted it because I thought it was like one of those things. And then I opened it and I almost fell off the treadmill. I was like, what? I mean, I was like hyperventilating and not from running, but because I was so excited. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I mean, then I go right to the website. I'm like, is this a hoax? Is this for real? I'm, oh my goodness. Yeah. it was It was very surreal and very humbling, and I cried and I laughed and I screamed, and I was in the house by myself and I danced and I shouted, and it was all good so
0: so when <laughs> you you kind of made out your plans for world domination for twenty seventeen, a Shorty <laughs> award wasn't even on the on the radar for that right you were you had no no thought about that, did you
1: i had no no not at all i mean there would it wouldn't even cross my ideas to even put it on like a dream board or I don't even do one of those, but it it wouldn't even cross my, I I, no, I had no idea. And I was, I just could hardly believe it. I mean, Robin, before I could tell anybody, he was like, my husband, Robin was like, let's make sure that this is for real. (laughs) I'm like, right. I mean, I don't even, well, you and I talked and I told right. you like you were like one of the like the second person to know. And I told you and I was like, but don't tell anybody because mm-hmm. I don't I'm not ready to tell anybody. <laughs> and you're like, come <laughs> on, let's tell some people. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> right, right. And, and so I finally like saw you post it and I'm like, I still asked you, I think, is it OK now for me?
1: To <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, tweet the, cat about it got, the cat got out of the bag very quickly. My community like found out. Very fast. And they it was like going through like Twitter and Facebook like crazy. And I was like, okay, I guess we can talk about it. I guess it's real. so
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So they were more on top of what was going on with the Shorty Awards than you were in the
1: beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool. So I was getting emails and texts and uh, I was on my broadcast and I was like, do you know you've been nominated for a Shorty Award? I'm like, yes, I know. It's freaky. and. <laughs>
0: So what kind of I mean have you received any communication from them? Do you know what the, like the next step is or how things kind of work from here through the award yeah.
1: ceremony? They're kind of they're super like they're to- they're like the best communicators I've ever seen for such a large event. I mean because it's uh-huh. not just for social media. Well, it is for social media, but I mean they have innovators and influencers and you know actors and actresses and you know, shows and YouTube. I mean, it's for all kinds of things. And there's tons and tons of categories that people are nominated for. And um, the uh, young man that I got the, I guess he's young. I'm just going to assume he's young. I don't know. He could be like 70. I have no idea. The man that I got the email from, um, he was he's been so like, so great at communicating with me. I, he sent me the first email. I sent an email like back that same day, like going, are you for real? And (laughs) thank you, Mark. And, uh, and he, and he communicated right back. And so today I actually got another email saying, Hey, it's the last week. So, Hey Jen. Um, sorry, I'm saying hi to everybody. Um, but it's, um, it was, they've been really great. And every time I tweet, they like retweet. I don't, they must have like 20 people on their Twitter team, because every time somebody tweets, they retweet and they share and they've been amazing. So I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to be associated with something so like professional and on top of it and really wanting to promote you as a nominee. So that's super cool.
0: And when does the voting end for, for this round? So that people know they got to cast their votes soon, right?
1: Thursday. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the 16th is the last day at 1159 p.m. We can all vote till then. Um, And then I guess that they picked six. There's 12 of us now. They narrow it down to six to the finalists. And then the finalists are invited to New York City for the award ceremony, which I think is like April 23rd.
0: Oh, that'd so. be fun.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I mean, if I just make top six, I would be like, I mean, being nominated is ridiculously cool. And then and, and making top six would just be, you know, yeah. I'm not going to talk know? about what I do if I won it.
0: <laughs> Did you know who the other people were? Or have you like taken a look at their broadcasts? or of what? Of course.
1: Are you? Yeah. I mean, we are all like trolling each other. I mean, I totally get trolled <laughs> by these people. No, I'm kidding, I- I don't. Not really. Um, But yeah, though there. And I mean, there's some great people nominated and the competition is really tough. (laughs) So I'm actually one of the smallest audiences out there. In fact, I may be, I haven't looked at everybody's that's in the nominees, but I think I have the smallest audience on Periscope that has been nominated. So um, it's going to take an act of God to beat like Brie Olson, (laughs) who has like a million followers on Periscope. I mean, Uh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not kidding. She has like 890,000 followers on Periscope. I don't so, even know how you get that far.
0: So clearly they recognize the quality of your show rather than just going, what are the f- 12 biggest shows, right? I mean, you got to feel good about about that, yeah. even if that makes it tougher to win a voting
1: yeah. And I think it says a lot about them as well. I mean, that they don't, you know, they're not actually going out there for the biggest, best, whatever. They're actually digging into content and figuring out, you know, oh, uh, which, what 12 people best represent, you know, a, a, a wide variety in Periscope. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool.
0: Cool. So we're talking with Leslie Nance. This is live stream Stars. It's, uh, Every Monday night, except next week, we're not doing any of our normal broadcasts. We'll be at Summit Live and maybe do some things from there. But no updates, no uh, no regular shows next week. Uh, We've had Leslie on before, and of course talked to her about how she got into live streaming and her show. Uh, But tomorrow is not only Valentine's Day for you; it's a pretty significant milestone. Uh, You you will have been now cancer free for four years, talk about what it means to you to, to reach that date and, and kind of weird kind of sharing it with Valentine's day, right?
1: Yeah. So when I scheduled my surgery, um, this is cause the February 14th marks my, um, when I actually had the cancer removed. So literally cancer free at that point. So, (laughs) um, so it was, February 14th is an important date for me in a lot of respects, and I won't go into why, but it seems like the most amazing things happened to me the week of Valentine's. Like my whole life, it's been like that. And um, so I had the cancer removed. And I mean, I guess one of the biggest things is that when I cross the five-year mark, so one more year, when I cross the five-year mark, the reoccurrence rate for the type of cancer that I had goes down by 70%. (laughs) So, yeah. And they told me, you know, I mean, they were not trying to be Debbie Downers, they were trying to be practical, that if I didn't do chemo, that I would, I could very possibly a high percentage, like in the 70 to 80 percentile, could have a reoccurrence of cancer within that first year after my diagnosis, if I didn't do the chemo, and I didn't do all the stuff, you know, all the drugs that they wanted me to do. And I resisted that and said, No, I'm just going to kind of go my own way. And so here we are, four years later, Just had scans about four months ago and completely cancer free. So,
0: um,
1: so I, yeah, huge, huge milestone. I celebrate that day for, um, a lot of reasons. I mean, now it's, now it's that cancer being cancer free for that long is that little lump that they removed is like helping all these other people, right. Right, right. With their, with their journeys as well. So, you know, thank you lump. Thank you for being there. You know, not many people say thank you to their cancer, but I can honestly say thank you to my cancer and be grateful for it. So, yeah.
0: And one of the ways that you are helping people is through how sharing your kitchen, sharing what you eat (laughs) and how you prepare food and, and, the basic, not so much like eat this, don't eat that, right? But more like no. this is the philosophy of real food and why you should right. consider eating this way and so forth. For people who may be new to your show or your your story, can you kind of give a summary of your, your approach to eating and, and how you you kind of developed Lunch with Leslie? Yeah,
1: so Lunch with Leslie came about... Um, <sighs> I I thought it was the cheesiest title in the whole world, but it just kind of was like the perfect thing. And so I kept it anyway, but lunch with Leslie came about because I wanted to teach people how to fall in love with their kitchens. I want people to, I want you to go into your kitchen and be excited about it, not go into your kitchen and go, Oh, my kitchen. I have to work in my kitchen, you know, and, and I'm not talking about falling in love with your granite countertops and your beautiful cherry cabinets and, you know, your, $10,000 Viking range, I'm talking about falling in love with it from a perspective that you want to be in there and you want to be cooking and you want to be, you know, making your body inhospitable with to cancer with the food that you're eating. And so that show is all that's all that's about. That's all we talk about. We talk about being in the kitchen, uh, having fun recipes, enjoying food, uh, talking about what food does in our body, because it's information that we give our bodies. And either you're giving it good information, or you're giving it bad information. And so that is really the premise of the show. But (laughs) As you know, we have a lot of fun in there as well. <laughs> so, you know, it's not always about just, you know, eat this. Don't, in fact, it's never about eat this or don't eat that. It's more about, you know, this is how fantastic food is and how you should enjoy it. And, um, the approach that I've taken, I have to tell you the feedback that I get from my community, it's working. I mean, people are excited about being in their kitchen. They're excited about cooking again. They're excited about trying new foods, which is, you know, is my goal. It's my main goal is getting people to be excited about eating whole real foods again. So,
0: and can you share a few, just a few tips for people who want to get started on that journey, like a few principles or a few guidelines to follow yeah. in terms of what to eat? And I know it's not what to eat, what not to eat, but
1: I understand kind of, yeah.
0: kind of, Couldn't think of a more artful way to ask the question. So I came right back (laughs) to to what to Uh, eat, what not to eat. (laughs) Can you just tell me what to eat and what not to eat so I can be healthy? Make it easy for me.
1: I wish it was that easy. So I really don't focus on what to eat or what not to eat. I do focus on um, the principles of real food eating. So thinking outside the can, the box, the package, the bottle, the jar, you know stop eating processed foods i mean if i could tell you to do one thing right now that you could do today that would be get out of the drive through stop it and 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 think outside the can the jar the bottle the box start making foods from scratch start thinking about foods in their most natural state. So getting eating foods as close to their natural state as possible that are not processed, I call them unadulterated. <laughs> so unadulterated foods. Um, and you know, you can eat as many of those as you want, go crazy, have fun, you know, eat all the vegetables. In fact, even if you're a meat eater, you can't eat all the meat you want. But well, I guess you could, it'd still be better than jack in the box or Burger King or whatever. But Um, But just thinking outside of that, and when you're in the grocery store, being mindful about what you eat, um, and what you buy. So you know, one of the biggest tips, the two biggest tips I hear from other people is never go to the grocery store hungry. And always shop the outside perimeter of the grocery store. And there is some truth in that. There's actually some truth in that, but their grocery stores are getting sneaky and they're starting to put those processed foods in the outside perimeter now. So, you know, the chip aisle has moved from the center of the grocery store to the edge of the grocery store. And so you want to out of the chip aisle. So don't go, oh, I can shop the perimeter and, you know, throw all the Lay's potato chips into your cart. So, um, or that's how it is in my well, like every grocery store I've been in lately. <laughs> so yeah, so just, you know, eating plant-based, thinking about plants, not just vegetables or fruits, but just plants in general, um, that would be a huge tip. And then another tip that will change your life today, you can start it tomorrow morning. It will change your life. If you do it for two weeks, I promise you, it will change your life. And that is something very, very simple, crazy simple. And that is drinking eight, to 16 ounces of water every morning before you do anything else. Just drink 8 to 16 ounces before you do anything else. I mean, literally, before you brush your teeth, before you take a shower, before you eat anything, before you do anything, 8 to 16 ounces, do it for two weeks. Send me an email and tell me that you don't see significant changes throughout your day because of that. It's crazy, but it's true.
0: You're watching... Live stream stars with our guest <laughs> Leslie Nance. Today is Monday, and we are on every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Want to give a quick shout out to some of our friends who have joined us Barb Tomlin, Jeff Adams, Joanne is here, Doug Cohen, Wayne, Jen Nelson, Mark Mason, and uh, anybody else who's watching, throw a little comment in the chat so we know you're here. Share it out. Let your friends know we want to support Leslie. Vote go the number two kitchens. Vote go to kitchens.com to support Leslie for the Shorty Awards Periscoper of the Year. I'm Ross Brand from LivestreamUniverse.com and this is Livestream Stars. And so glad to have Leslie on for the second time. Uh, truly one of the the real stars of the live stream community and hosting a show that that really provides value to a lot of people um, now with summit live coming up what are your thoughts on summit live what are you thinking that you know your messaging is going to be or what kind of um, what, what are your plans for the event
1: okay so now i have to tell a story because i have to give you some props here russ Okay. Ross Ross and I were having a conversation one day and I was talking about what I wanted to talk about at live, you know, at, at summit live. And, um, Ross said, you know, can I butt in a little bit and give you some advice? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) please. (laughs) I'm flying by the seat of my pants every single day. So yes, some advice would be awesome. And, um, the title of my talk is actually preventing cancer through live streaming. And I cannot take any credit for that. Um, that is Ross's title. That he thought would be good for what I wanted to talk about. And I thought it was absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And it's so powerful and so meaningful. And I hope that you find that I do it justice at Summit this year, because it, it meant a lot for me, to me, for you to be so interested in what I'm doing. So that is all you.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored to be there and to see you to see you speak this year. It's going to be it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be it's just going to be a fun time being out there and meeting so many different people and yeah. you know friends that that we know through online, but now to meet them in person, perhaps see them speak, um, and just get to spend time gets to spend time with them. Um, you've done a fair amount now. Like I, I saw you first time I saw you speak was at iSugar Sugar, and that was tremendous. If you want a taste of what uh, Leslie does? Just go look that up on YouTube. It, it was it was awesome. Um, are you have you gotten to the point where like you can do your speech and you just feel like you can share the story now, or is there times where you are like, geez, I don't really feel like going into the cancer story? Like, how do you how do you approach that? Because I mean, it's like kind of what people identify, and they and it's kind of what inspires people, but it's also can't be an easy topic to talk about all the time, right?
1: Uh, it is a tough topic and it's heavy. I mean, it's, it's a heavy subject, mm. right? I mean, as soon as you say the C word, everybody's like, Oh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, and I will tell you, I kind of, I'm on a mission to normalize the conversation around it because I think so many times that we hear somebody that says, you know, Oh, I have cancer. or Oh, my sister has cancer. Or, oh, my mom has cancer. And we, we, we kind of like, Recoil, right? We're like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, you know? And so I would like to find some normality that we can talk about it without having that total recoil. And hey, is that a movie? No, that's total recall. Sorry. Um, but we can have that recoil, you know, that that doesn't happen that we go, Oh, my goodness, you know, um, so what are they doing, you know, that we can normalize a conversation around that. And I think the more and more hope that we provide in the world, not just me, but there are a lot of people doing the work that I do, the more that we provide hope for something, the less that we get that that recoil when we talk about it. So do I ever get tired of talking about it? No, not really. Is it a heavy subject? Yes. Do a lot of people not want to talk about it? Absolutely. (laughs) But (laughs) it's, um, but it's something that's just so it's just, it's my, you know, I I was listening to a TED talk. Uh, I can't remember her name, but I was listening to a TED talk and she was saying, you know, but my breast cancer does not define me. And I have to tell you, my breast cancer does define me. It does define what I do. It does define what I want to see different and the change that I want to see in the world. And so I, my cancer does define me. And I proudly take that mantle on of, yes, I'm a cancer survivor. And this is what I'm doing with that. So so yeah, some days I'm like, I just want to Let's talk about bubble gum. That would be an <laughs> awesome thing to talk about. But... <laughs> Inevitably, we talk about you know don't chew bubble gum that has saccharin in it because it can cause cancer. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I love to bring in comments and and questions from the chat, even if they're a little bit off what we're just talking about. And there seems to be a discussion going on, Jeff Adams, Jen Nelson, about whether wine is good for you or not. <laughs> is is wine acceptable? I know you don't say what to do, not not to do, but where does wine fit into the the diet, into the anti-cancer lifestyle?
1: Right. So um, if you're currently battling cancer, I would say any type of alcohol should be off limits. The second question that they asked me um, on my questionnaire when I was diagnosed with cancer is how much alcohol do you drink? Now, if the medical community is willing to ask that question, then there's something to that. So I would say if you're currently battling cancer, then no, you should, you should not. Um, should you, is it okay to indulge every once in a while? Absolutely. Is it okay to put your body in emergency mode on a daily basis with alcohol? Probably not. And that would be an overindulgence. Um, that is, that's what they wanted to know. How often... How much do you drink daily? I didn't drink at all, still had cancer. So that tells you something. Um, how much do you drink daily is the, is the question that they want to know. And if you're more than, more than two or three, I can't remember as a female, you're put in a much higher risk category for cancer. So yeah, so I'll dance around that question just a little bit. I won't give you my personal opinion because Jen's here.
0: <laughs> i think you said it without
1: saying that. Love um, you,
0: <laughs> jen says it's all about balance
1: it's true and that's true it. with any kind of food or anything um i just got the question a couple of days ago am i am i eating too much cinnamon and turmeric and i'm like uh, well, you could, you know, is that dangerous? I was like, well, you can eat too much of, and, or drink too much of anything, even spinach. I mean, you know, <laughs> you can't be all Popeye up on the spinach. So you have to be a little careful with the balance and everything that you eat. So, and drink.
0: And, and you probably don't want to take the spinach from the can, right? You want to get the fresh not. stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're going to eat spinach that has, uh, that is not fresh spinach, then you should do frozen, not the can. Right,
0: right. Not the can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> even if you, can, if you can squeeze it open, even like Popeye and it pops out. And anyway, okay. Popeye fan. Hello. Anyway. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> so we're talking with Leslie Nance. Uh, if you haven't voted yet, go to vote, go to kitchens.com vote, go the number two kitchens.com sport. Leslie for shorty awards, periscoper of the year. One of 12 nominees. We want to see her get into the top six and come to <laughs> New York. And perhaps even win the award, which would just be phenomenal, but even getting nominated is a phenomenal accomplishment. Have you seen any changes in like have your views gone up or have you, you know, had any sort of reaction from the general public or from media or anything since you've you've been nominated?
1: Yeah. So big media push. I mean, we got covered like 300 times. <laughs> wow. We issued a press release. Yeah. We got 300 stories published across the United States. Um, mostly small stories, but um, amazing, amazing coverage for that. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's kind of put me in front of some people and made people kind of go, Oh, what, a, who's this girl and where'd she come from? So yes, it has done that. Have my views gone up? Not really. No. I mean, I have a, Um, I have a really balanced, consistent amount of views. And I love that actually, (laughs) that they're very consistent and they grow steadily, but not on a, you know, they don't, they never like juggernaut, you know, out of control where I'm like, ah I don't know what to do with all these people. Um, so that's nice because then I have a chance to, I have a chance to filter them into the places where they belong, where they'll get the best information. So it allows me to be as personable as I can be um, and as personal as I can be with my audience, which is paramount to me. I mean, it's it's important to me to know the people that watch my show and know what they're dealing with and how I can help them. So, yeah.
0: That's great. Good, good to see Nick Richwain here. Sabrina Cadini is here. Um, Jay Garrett was here, maybe still be here. Uh, Nat X is here or Nax is here. So that's how I found you, Leslie. So glad I did. Um, so what's, what's coming up? Um, I know you, you often bring little new, new elements, new themes into your show. What's, what can we look for coming up in the next few months with, uh, lunch with Leslie?
1: Yeah, so Lunch with Leslie is going to continue being weekdays at noon Mountain Time um, on Periscope. Um, that's going to just continue on. We do a theme, so we're going to stick with our themes for now. You know, we do a themed week every week uh, just so people can have the consistency and know what to expect for that week and if they're interested or not. Um, I think the biggest thing that we're introducing is in our actually in our private community. So if you go to my website and sign up to become a VIP, we have a private facebook group um, called uh, the GoToKitchens VI- go to kitchens vip lounge and it's where people hang out after the show and during the weekend when i'm not broadcasting we just started a new show there called be inspired and i'm su- we use be live tv and oh my gosh it's amazing i've had two episodes so far and i bring in people who inspire me um mentally, physically, with their story. I mean, it's, it's just been, it's been crazy, crazy cool. And the, the community has just been so excited about it. So, so that is that's probably the newest addition to the live broadcasting for um for Lunch with Leslie and for what we're doing with GoTo Kitchen. So we're going to go through a revamp uh, later this year of our website so that you can actually watch live from the website if you're so inclined. Um, we are launching a new program, actually two new programs this year, one for knife skills and another one for basic cooking that you can join that will just give you some basic cooking cooking techniques and improve your knife skills, which is super important when you're in a healthy journey that you know how to use your big, giant chef's knife. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. I just really sharpened—no pun intended—get it sharp. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> sharpened my own knife skills, and so I'm ready to teach them back out. And so, in a very practical, hands-on, not culinary, not chefy way, like un- very right. unchefy. So, yeah,
0: that's interesting. Every time I I read, you know, you're doing a show on on knife skills, and I read it in the in the update as somebody who isn't that familiar with the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I always think, okay, there's going to be a fight today or something. I know, right? I guess this is a self-defense today. is going to be a self-defense. Goal. Right. Oh, you go all skills. down like, like cutting the food. Okay.
1: Yeah. knife skills. for us. It's not like Indiana Jones or anything. We're not like, you know, we're not, we're not throwing knives or anything like that. It's full on kitchen skills. So, yeah.
0: So you go live in your Facebook group just for your group using Be Live TV. That's interesting. So you're using different tools as well, and then you use Periscope um, yeah. for your your daily broadcast.
1: Yeah. So uh, Periscope is my net. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my big, it's my big net waving in the ocean out there. You know, catching people that are interested. So um, typically, what I see happen is people watch me for a couple of weeks. They're totally silent. I don't even know they're watching. And, um, then all of a sudden they're, they're commenting, you know, on my broadcast and I'm like, Hey, it's a new person or whatever. And then, um, and then I, then they show up in the VIP group because they've gone to my website and signed up there. And so that's, that's typically the funnel that we send them through. It's a very small funnel, but we send them through that funnel so that they can get more personalized resources in our VIP group. So because that group isn't giant. I mean, it's under 500 people right now. It won't be for long, but it's, you know, it is, it is under uh, a, it's at a level right now that I can actually pay attention to every single post that goes in there and the questions people have. So we have a lot of after the show conversations there. We have a lot of, uh, like I posted this broadcast there so that they could come and see it. So it's kind of up to date and I do a lot of behind the scenes and I do stuff that I don't release anywhere else. So you have to be a VIP to get like this secret information about stuff that's coming up and access yep. to classes and stuff like that.
0: How can people join your VIP group?
1: So you go to, uh, you can just go to G two K G the number two K com And it's just an email address. We are not even like fishing for more information. It's just <laughs> an email address, right? I know <laughs> everybody's like, Oh, you should have different lead pages. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I just, this is all I need right now. So yeah, so you just sign up there. You get a whole bunch of free stuff. Um, you get a jumpstart guide called Cancer Hates It. It's a jumpstart guide into making your body inhospitable to cancer that I wrote from my perspective of my cancer journey. Um, and you get access to that Facebook group when you do that. So. Awesome. And it's fun. We have fun.
0: <laughs> and Nick mentions that if you added throwing knives through your scope, you'd probably get more viewers.
1: Right? <laughs> I know. All right, So Nick, I'm gonna you think about that. Sharpen your
0: knife skills for cooking. <laughs> 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 yeah, have cooking. somebody go against the wall and you throw it. <laughs> no, maybe not. Okay. Maybe so we don't want
1: to. Have you ever seen the movie Long Kiss Goodnight, Ross? I have not. Okay, so first of all, if you like movies, you have to see this movie. It's amazing. It's Gina Davis and Samuel Jackson, and it's amazing. So, but Gina Davis is a character that has amnesia. She's amnesia chick anyway. And she's in the kitchen and she's kind of cutting through this carrot and she's doing a terrible job. And she was a spy. I'm kind of giving it away, but she was a spy and she doesn't remember that she was a spy. And so she's cutting through this carrot with this giant knife and her husband's like, oh, you got an ETA on that carrot. And then all of a sudden she starts flying through the carrot and then she picks up a tomato and she throws it up in the air and she throws the knife and it sticks in the cabinet And she was like, maybe I was before that, she says, maybe I was a chef as she's cutting through and she throws the tomato, she throws up the tomato and the knife goes right through the tomato and it sticks in the cabinet. And she looks at him and she's like, chefs do that. <laughs> so uh, Robin is always saying that to me. He's like, chefs do that. I'm like, right? I know. So anyway, so maybe I could perfect that skill. We could stick a knife in the cabinet. So,
0: <laughs> Nix is easy on the liabilities. The lawyer is picking up. <laughs> Terry <Right>? Johnson. <laughs> Terry Johnson does re- remember the movie. Barb's is absolutely amazing movie. One of my favorites reminds me of someone I know.
1: <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah.
0: So don't forget to vote for Leslie. The vote is coming to an end on Thursday, but head on over as soon as the show's done. Don't don't leave yet, but as soon as the show is done, head on over. Vote go the number two kitchens. Vote go to kitchens dot com to support Leslie for Shorty Awards, Periscoper of the Year. That still sounds awesome. Every time I read it I still like
1: <laughs> Yes, one of one of our own
0: is is going for the award.
1: <laughs> it still sounds awesome to me too. Sometimes I'm like, Oh yeah, they're talking about me. I forget, you know. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you planned any kind of like special celebration or anything if you get into the the top six or if you win the award or whatever? Have you thought about like what you're gonna do or
1: Uh, If I get top six and I am in New York City, I am not making any promises, but I am thinking that I am going to have to buy this very special pair of shoes that I've had my eyes on for quite a while. In fact, I made the joke to Rob and I was like, if I get top six, I'm buying the Louboutins, if you know what those are. And he said, he said, (laughs) I think that you should. And I was like, really? (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. They're like the, they're like the, you know, Lamborghini of shoes. So- they're the ones with the red soles, you know, that are so popular. Anyway, I'm buying the Louboutins. Possibly. We'll see. <laughs> uh,
0: but no. t- somebody, uh, Terry Johnson says your website is gorgeous.
1: Oh, and thank you, Terry. Thank you. I appreciate Di- that. Diana's
0: party at Leslie's. <laughs>
1: That's right? all it's I, know. On. I know. I Oh, one more thing I will say is that um, I do, I hardly, very rarely do I ever drink Anything. I mean, I'm just not a drinker, but uh, we do have a very special bottle of champagne that we've been saving for a special occasion. Right. And if we get top six, I bet that gets opened. So
0: <laughs> that would be good. That would be a good occasion. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin Black asks, um, I think you can vote often, too. Is that right? Can you vote more than once or?
1: Yeah, you can vote every day. And if you share it on Facebook and Twitter, you get two more votes. So you can get three votes every 24 hours.
0: If you share it on both Facebook and Twitter.
1: That's correct. And tag me so I know that you voted at No Two Kitchens, (laughs) both places. If you'll tag me and I know that you voted, that would be awesome. So I can give you a shout out. So.
0: Hey, Jenny Q is here. Hey, hey, two of the best people in live streaming. Thank you, Jennifer. So good to see you. Um, so this has been great. I'm so glad to have you back. You know, last time you were on, I think it was early December, maybe. And Twitter was pretty new to go live. And I was we were kind of talking a little bit about how that might change things for people who have been yeah. focused on Periscope. And would you go live from Periscope or go live from Twitter? Mm -hmm. What do you think now that you've had some some experience since the change? Has it made a difference? Have you changed anything that you, you know, in your approach?
1: So I still am doing uh, Periscope mostly, and I'll tell you why. It's because I forget to go on go live. (laughs) I'm dead dead serious. I get half. That was a scientific
0: answer. I was like, I
1: know. (laughs) So. I get halfway through my broadcast and I'm like, Oh, bugger, bugger, bugger. I was supposed to go on go live. So about half of my broadcasts are on go live and half of them are on Periscope. But really it's still the same thing. They still get shared to Twitter the same way. They get viewed on Twitter the same way. So, you know, it's only differences is if I remember to use the hashtag go live, but I have so many hashtags that I want to use. Right. I'm like squeezing them all in. So anyway, I need a bit.ly for hashtags is what I need. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, know, I know. When I share your show, I always like, okay, which hashtag am I going to have to delete today so I, I can get something
1: else in? <laughs> I know. I know. I am like, I love all the hashtags. And so I want people to find me the right way and get the information that they're actually looking for. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you concerned that if, if Periscope goes away, like how you'll kind of be able to, I don't know, notify your core Like Periscope, everybody gets notifications if they follow you and they turn notifications on. So that's how your community can kind of stay in touch and know when you're going to be on and get reminded and everything. Obviously, if you go, if that merges into Twitter, now you're dealing with a larger number of people. And will that Mm -hmm. like, have you thought about how that might work or have you heard any speculation on how that might work if that happens?
1: Right. So I have, I've, I've talked to several people that are concerned. I mean, my biggest concern is what happens to all those followers that I've been working for a year and a half for over on Periscope. Um, I just, for, I love Periscope because of the communication factor. I mean, it's so easy to communicate so effectively and it's real time, real time, not like real time, kind of little bit slower than real time, but it's like real time, real time. As soon as I say something, you know, I can say somebody tell me what you know, this means, and I get an answer just like, you know, boom. Um, right. And so that's what I love about it. I love that interaction is so authentic there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have a lot of concerns about what happens to Periscope and Twitter. And as they get closer to, you know, merging together? What does that look like? Do all my Periscope followers go over to Twitter and do I all of a sudden have 13,000 followers on Twitter or, you know, what, what, how does that, what does that look like and how does that change? So my plan is if something happens there that I would probably focus more on Facebook live, honestly, I mean, just in all honesty, I would probably cause I have a huge audience sitting in my Facebook and the reason I don't do Facebook Live now consistently is because you get lost in the, you know, you get so lost in the shuffle and the viewership. And it's not completely 100% real time. So the yeah. interaction is different because of that. So, but Live makes it better. I mean, honestly, Live makes it way better. So something to consider.
0: Rosie Maria asks, um, why not use YouTube? It is a search engine. Do you use YouTube? Do you repurpose on YouTube or use it for some other purpose?
1: We will eventually. I mean, it's on our radar to repurpose all of our content there. I have a few things sitting out there right now, um, um, mostly from when Catch died. When Catch died, they gave us all of our stuff. They put it all out on YouTube for us, which was very nice of them and so responsible. Mm -hmm. I mean... Honestly, for a company to die so gracefully was pretty amazing. Um, But so they (laughs) have
0: another company that just went away. with No,
1: I know. Right. That did not die gracefully, but catch died very gracefully. And I uh, gave us all of our content that they had caught over the year. And so that was really nice of them to do that. And so that's primarily what's sitting out there right now. But um, the fantasy world is that every Periscope will get repurposed without all the introduction. So all the introduction will go away and it'll just be content driven. Um, And we'll, you know, where I go into like my spiel when I'm answering somebody's question or something like that, that that would go away and you would just get the content. But I don't have enough people on staff because... I am the staff plus one. Um, I don't have enough people here <laughs> to do that for me right now. So, and I'm doing all this media stuff, and I'm so busy. So, anyway, but um, that would be the that would be the ultimate goal is to do that. And I would love to see YouTube go live without an interface, without a third party interface. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. There's Hopefully a discussion
0: discussion in the chat about youtube and facebook live and comments and going live versus going you know uploading content and so forth which another time i would love to get into more because there's so much fascinating stuff around facebook live and youtube live and you know i think there's a lot people can can learn about it so uh, i would love to have that discussion (laughs) at, at another time um And I guess the fact that you don't have a staff well, you have a plus one and I don't have a staff is why when you say have your people call my people, it's usually me calling you or you call.
1: Right. I know. It's like, hey, Ross, what's up? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Okay. We're going to do the show today, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. we Except you and I, it's not the phone. We get into these major like Facebook messaging sessions where I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just Facebooking with Ross for like an hour and a half. And Robin's like, are you still talking to Ross? I'm like, yes, I'm still talking. <laughs> so. But great things come out of those conversations. I, know. So.
0: I love Facebook Messenger.
1: I, I do. I love like it. that.
0: Is my favorite way to communicate with people. Everybody that I communicate with regularly is right there. Just type a couple letters in. they come up. And now I've been calling people. Like I don't even bother getting somebody's phone number. Or they want to chat. You just hit the call button on on right. Facebook. Again. And I was thinking, okay, it's not going to be really good quality, but like yeah. from a cell phone with Wi Fi to to sell another cell phone anywhere, like yeah. On the other side of the world, it's pretty good quality a lot of times.
1: Yeah, so. and I mean, I get I get these. Do you get these random? I get random people trying to call me on Facebook, and I'm like, I don't know who you are. I mean, and then I think, <laughs> what if it's somebody who's trying to like contact me for something good? And,
0: <laughs> what if it's the Shorty Awards?
1: Right, I know. What if they're like, hey, and by the way, uh, you made top six, and I'm like ignoring <laughs> the phone call, ignore, ignore, block. Anyway.
0: So. I'm thinking, like somebody like that on the first contact probably wouldn't call on Messenger, right? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so anyway, congrats, congratulations! Thanks so much for coming back on, and uh, everybody. As soon as we're done, go over to votegottokitchens dot com. kitchens dot com. Vote. vote for Leslie Nance for Periscoper of the Year Shorty Awards. Voting is open until Thursday. Vote early. Vote often. Vote as often as you can. Tweet it out. Share it on Facebook. Get yourself a few more votes each day and also let other people know about it. And don't forget to catch lunch with Leslie every Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Periscope. And also, Leslie will be speaking out at Summit Live coming up next week. So thank you again. Always a blast.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ross. All right.
0: Have a great night. Have a great night, everybody.